My name is Matt Brown. I can't believe you're mad about Travis and Taylor. They found love. Go out there like Richard Pryor and Brewster's million. Yeah. Introduced her to the mom. Found love. Are you nuts? You can't believe that. And let's start the show. Fireworks exploded the moment you walked through the door. I want to feel those fireworks. I want to feel those fireworks. You know, like when a movie has an angel walk through doors and it's like there's only like one light on that person. That's what happened. The world is a better place because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown, and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. It is Friday, a feel-good Friday, September 29th, 2023. And we're going to have our final show of September 2023 with a great, wholesome tweet cap episode with also some internet questions and this is an episode i'm very proud of an episode that i think i definitely needed not only to record but needed to hear from my from my guys and i think it has equaled some quality content for everybody and we can get a lot out of it it is as productive as it comes it is truly a productive conversation and it was an incredible episode you are really about to enjoy this but before we get into that I just want to remind you to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show across all our social media platforms. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, Twitter and X at Pod. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations and Facebook at Productive Conversations. So I alluded to this before the show started with our guys of course ryan and jose are with us to do another tweet cap but i started off by saying september 2023 was a lot it was a struggle there were a lot of obstacles it was stressful for a lot of people it seemed like it rained every damn day up in the northeast we saw so many things Unfold. Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles, which turned everything upside down in the whole in this uh, for this podcast and scene for the jet season and things really changed throughout this league. I mean, I'm sure you dealt with stresses. I've dealt with stresses. I've heard horrible news. I've heard tragedies. And like I said, it just seemed to rain. And if it wasn't raining, there were gray skies. It was a absolute nightmare 2020 September 2023 was and thank god it's over and thank god we have this podcast thank god we have other outlets where we can escape from this annoying and absolute horrendous world we can live in and it's true maybe I'm being reactive and trying to make sense of why this month was such an obstacle But all I can say, at least right here, while I'm lucky to breathe and I have amazing people to support me, I don't know. I guess it was just one of those months, right? 
It was just one of those months. And especially, I don't know, for me at least, when I saw Aaron Rodgers tear his Achilles, it was like a sign that you have a quite a few weeks to unfold. But at least you're here. September ends on Saturday. And then on Sunday, as a new week begins, as an NFL Sunday starts, there is a new month with new opportunities, new life, and a bunch of other good things. And yeah. I almost didn't do today's show because I was just going through so much on this particular Thursday, the 28th, as we release. But I I knew there was a good show worth doing. I knew I couldn't give up. And it really e- happened to equal a very wholesome episode. And the tweet cap is a lot of laughs. It's a lot of things where we learn and profound moments. But this is where things really worked out. And I'm very thankful for that. And I just hope that this is a good weekend for everybody. I hope we can make sure we start your weekend off right with a very stellar podcast. And whether you listen to it throughout the weekend and such and check out our clips online and all of that. I just want you to know that even in the most stressful of months, and boy, this was a really stressful one. There really is light at the end of the tunnel somehow, some way. Just keep your head up. Stick with the people who are good to you. And it'll be all right. So having said all that, and I appreciate you all listening, why don't we escape from this annoying world, talk about the intensely crazy things that happened in our world this particular week. The growth of Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift's relationship really becoming a discussion across America. To seeing Kevin James out of nowhere get a career resurgence just by having pictures of him online. There's a new show on Max where people are naked to try to find love right away. And there's a lot of other good stuff. And like I said, we transition to some questions throughout. Like why do people have one-on-one conversations in group chats? Why do people brag about waking up early? And then some other dating questions. Like if somebody calls you a do, if you're... A guy and you call a girl a bro or a girl and call a guy a dude, is that a sign of the friend zone? What does it exactly mean if somebody wants to move a date earlier? And there's a lot of other good things to discuss throughout today's show. So this is a show you do not want to miss. There's something to really enjoy. And I promise you, you'll learn a thing or two. So this is a very great show. Let us enjoy it, all of us together. And I think you are really going to like it. I'm confident in it, and we're about to have a really wholesome episode. So let's do it, everybody. Jose and Ryan, let's do the tweet cap. Let's talk internet questions, and let's have a great show. Here we go. Matt from Norwalk. Let's see. Matt Brown wants to know. This is a very productive conversation. I don't know about you guys, but I think everybody's ready for this month to end. Let's all wake me up when September ends. This month of September was a roller coaster for everybody. So why don't we end it off with another great tweet, Kevin, throw in some questions and let this month go behind us. And we have a new month to start this weekend. Also, happy anniversary to Ryan as well. Thanks. Thank you. Jose and Ryan are here. Sunday, October 1st. So, sayonara September, going right on into my anniversary. We are ready for September to be over. So, Ryan and Ryan and Jose are here. 
So why don't we talk about what is going on in our crazy world and let's get into it right away. We talked about them last week. We talked about her this summer. We've talked about these people a lot and we're going to. And now the story (laughs) continues. And I think we should have a real moment in time to talk about what's happening between these two. Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. They're definitely something. They were seen together on Sunday after the Chiefs destroyed the Chicago Bears 41 to 10. Jose, as he mentioned, cared more about the game, needed those points, and it happened. Mm -hmm. So you see Taylor Swift go to the game in the suite with the mother. Then this appearance only led to the highest rated regular season game in years. It led to 400%, a 400% rise in Kelsey um, jersey sales. Well, so Jason Kelsey said that's only the women's jerseys, by the way. Oh, well, I, I, I honestly didn't know. They said they Jason said Jason Kelsey said the women's jersey on their podcast, but I don't know. I heard overall 400 increase in sales, so who knows? You, there's that. There's just um, a bunch of people who are new football fans now. Taylor announced she Mm. is going to MetLife Stadium to see the Jets play the Kansas City Chiefs. And that is the biggest story. And it's unbelievable, guys. Every single person is talking about this, whether it's an up-and-coming podcast like us, whether it's the professional podcast, whether it's a professional radio show, daytime TV. I'm sure when Late Night comes back this week, they'll discuss it. This is the thing to talk about. Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, and we will spend a good amount of time of it. But the first question I want to ask you, one question I really haven't seen, I think this is a very important and genuine question. Do you two think that Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift might actually have something special? Is there a love story? Do you think they legitimately like each other? And in this rare instance, not only trying to establish if you guys have chemistry or not, but the fact that you have the entire world on your shoulder for this. It's, it must be something else. But But beyond everything and people's opinions and all of that. And I get it. We're contributing to it too, but it's worth discussing. Do you think there is something genuine there? Do you think that Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift have a love connection? Well, man, it's a love story, baby. Just say yes. I'm sorry. We had to. It's required. Everyone has to make at least one Taylor Swift joke about this. So there we go. We got ours out of the way first. But yeah, I mean, why not? Obviously, I'm not Travis Kelsey or Taylor Swift. I don't know. No one can ever know. Uh, I don't believe. Yeah, I think there was like some talk at the beginning that they were just kind of flirting or whatever. Mm -hmm. This the amount of scrutiny, not scrutiny, but kind of scrutiny that they're under now, right? The whole world is looking at them. I don't care who is involved. I don't care the guy, the girl, the money. Don't care about any of it. The amount of hassle their life has to be collectively is not worth a fling. If they were having a fling, it would have been her texting him, him sneaking over, her sneaking over, you know, maybe a date or two. She would not be in the box with Donna Mama Kelsey. That would not have happened if this wasn't semi, you know, legitimate in terms of like, you know, unless if they weren't willing to be publicly, you know, linked, put it, to put it bluntly. So clearly it's a real relationship. Now, again, 
am I telling you they're going to get married and have like a beautiful family? I've got no idea, but clearly this is not just like two, two people having a little bit of fun. Clearly they they're interested in each other in at least a slightly more serious way. Cause n- not worth it. I mean, cause you only because I'm not saying it's not worth it. Cause like, obviously, you know, he's very, you know, successful. She's very successful. Like I get it for a lot of people being with that person either of them would be worth it. But like, there's a way to do this that doesn't blow up the world. doesn't make the entire planet stare at you. And they mm-hmm. didn't do that. They purposely did it the way where everybody was looking at them. And so if this was meant oh, yeah. to be like a low key, hush, hush, casual thing, they would not have done that. And then she would not have announced that she announced she's going to the next game. That's nuts. Like that's confirmed. Did, did she? Did, and the the credentials the credential you know people have to write credentials and someone leaked that out so she will be there there will be a taylor swift game so it's just like you're going to two games in a row this can't you're you're, it's very public now the kelsey brothers have gone out and spoke about this kind of not really but a little bit no there's no way that this can be just a flame there has to be a little bit more to it than that. Now, again, I'm not going to say, oh, they're in love or, you know what I mean? I don't, I'm not either of them. I can't speak to what their future holds, but there's certainly to me, this is, this would seem to be people who are interested in getting to know each other more seriously. That's all I, that's all I can say. Cause if they were trying to just keep it low key, they would have. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, adding on to that, them leaving the stadium in a convertible. In the convertible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's just- exactly. Like, nothing low-key about that no way to hide yourself without literally a top of your car it's just to me that's clearly them saying like yeah we're a thing like this feels like to me like get it out of your system right and they had these two back-to-back games and it's perfect because she's in new york right so back-to-back games let's like get everybody like get it out of your system the both be chiefs wins let's just be honest i'm a jets fan i can admit that um and so you know i think that the Jets can beat the Chiefs? No. Come on, your defense is really – you might have a shitty offense, but your defense is really good. Uh, so I, I've i never played football, so I won't say that I could be a better quarterback than Zach Wilson because that's not true. Uh, but my brother is a coach of a youth football um, team in our, uh, in our hometown, and I genuinely believe that with just a little bit of training – he could make a completion before Zach Wilson could in a professional I, football game. I, I totally get what you're saying, but last week could, should have showed you when uh, Cardinals beat Dallas, and I lost money. I lost a lot of money on that game. So I was yeah, crazy. that that and, and that true. shit. If that shit could happen, you at least have a great defense. Cardinals had no defense and no offense and still somehow won. Fair Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, I I think it's safe to say, though, that the chances of the Jets beating the Chiefs is low. Uh, Might be better than the Bears. (laughs) And that's probably the most generous thing I can say. You know what's funny Um, about this game, too, coming into it? When Rodgers was announced to to, um, become the Jets quarterback. He's going to be kicking himself. No, that was funny of Pat McAfee. You don't know who's going to be there. People thinking he was talking about Taylor this whole time. But anyways, this was supposed to be a major game. Patrick Mahomes versus Aaron Rodgers. And instead, this is going to be known as the Taylor Swift game with no Aaron Rodgers. 
What well, is what's life? crazy is it's not even the first Taylor Swift game. The Bears, who are atrocious, <laughs> got the highest rated sports game of the season. Like, period. They, no one's going to top The Super Bowl will probably top it. But other than that, like, m- more people watched that game, watched the Bears get smacked, than will watch any other game this season. It's kind of crazy to think about. I get it. Don't you feel? Don't you feel like we? Don't you feel like that is kind of like kind of set up? Don't you think it's kind of fast to meet the mother already? Yeah, that was one thing too. Well, well, so, I don't. Oh, sorry, conspiracy. I live with a Swifty, so I get. I hear the TikToks <laughs> about Taylor Swift pretty regularly. No one who knows Taylor Swift thinks that this is brand new. Oh yeah, uh, they, think that they, did the, <laughs> they think they did the quiet thing already. Like, remember I said, like, if they wanted to keep this DL, they could have done this DL. A lot of people are saying that there's some stuff. They they have freaking secret codes. You know, these I've had my run-ins with the Swifties on this show before, Jose. So I have to be careful about what I say. But (laughs) long story short is there seems to be some Swift evidence, uh, uh, meaning evidence that only Taylor Swift fans can can suss out. Um, that she's been seeing somebody longer than, oh. than right, and it and it is Travis Kelsey, but they kept it on the DL. And now you know the football season's happening. She's about to go back on tour. It'll be much harder to do it quietly. So they're just going out in the open. Um, and I will say something that is less Swift based is the fact that Jason Kelsey talked about this like a month and a half ago on Pat McAfee's show. I get that. I I get that. So at best case scenario, they started talking like a month and a half ago. Cool. Yeah. I get it. This yeah, there's no way the parents after a month. Oh, fuck out of here. I ain't not letting nobody meet my parents a month and a half. I probably smashed it like twice in a month and a half. I'm not, sm- I'm not letting you meet my mom. You gotta wait no, three, that, four months. Listen, the Kelsey, the Kelsey family. What? They're all American, red, white, and blue. That, no, it's different. It's different. Yeah, but they, nobody, I think a month is fine. But nobody knew who the Kelseys were. I mean, you knew what the brothers were because they had the Sports Super fans, Bowl dude, game, yeah. and that's yeah, that's, the, that's it. No, but you only know oh, the Kelseys. That's it. You only know the Kelseys because of the Super Bowl game, because it was brother versus brother in the game. That's well, how no, they I I mean, started. Both both Kelsey brothers are very good football players. If you're a fan of the NFL, you knew who the Kelseys were before. I'm a fan. The, the oh, yeah, individually, uh, for sure. They're both Hall of Famers. So. I'm a fan yeah. of the Kelseys, but I didn't know one of the Kelseys was in Philly until recently. Oh, really? No, I, didn't. Uh, I didn't, I'm sorry. I didn't. I give two shits about Phillies. If you got a problem with it, go hit up Matt about it. But <laughs> I hate fucking Phillies. <laughs> yeah, at Tweet Cap, let Jose know that he's wrong about Philadelphia. Yeah, tweet um, Matt and let him get back to me on it. Good, but um, you know, and and that's one of the funniest things. One of the actual conversations this week did Taylor Swift put? And I'll I'll ask you guys this: Did Taylor Swift put Travis Kelsey on the map? And again, only to football to true football fans. Obviously not. This dude obviously had an not, e. Yeah. This dude had an e show. He was very popular, like above average in popularity I'll, for football I'll, players. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this: on, no bullshit, honest, uh, honest truth. It did put Travis Kelsey's ex girlfriend on the map because that bitch is. Yeah, it did. She, yeah, she, she went was right pissed. after it. Um, <laughs> His ex girlfriend. So, for people who don't know, his ex girlfriend went out to went out of her way to tell everybody, "Yeah, Travis is a cheater." I don't think people really cared. 
to be honest. Nobody really cares. I don't. I mean, I, that wasn't that surprising I, a realization. Is is anyone? I mean, I hate to say that. Is anyone else like <laughs> okay? And, like not okay, and obviously don't cheat. But like that, none of that surprises me. Hearing that Travis Kelsey has cheated on a girl before is like the least surprising news I've ever heard in my life. That is true. <laughs> like, come on now. Especially, especially a guy wearing denim outfit. After <laughs> game. He's, yeah. He's he's jacked. He's a football star. Come on, of course he, of course he's cheating. Um, but by the way, does anybody know she has an OnlyFans? Taylor, Taylor. Oh, Taylor. Taylor. no, not Taylor. His ex girlfriend. No, I've been trying to find out for a minute. She I have no have idea. She can have my ten dollars. <laughs> she can have my ten. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I can quickly look up such a thing, but um. I mean, yeah, this, this is it is really nuts how much we care about it. I'm saying as a society, you know. Well, I want to actually, I want to jump in here real quick. Uh, this mm-hmm. is something we we talked about talking about. Uh, so as as we've mentioned on this show, I write about uh, sports is the wrong term, but I do write about something adjacent to sports and entertainment. And I want to tell everyone in the the realm of sports journalism that you guys need to collectively calm the hell down. The amount of people in sports journalism on ESPN and on Fox, all these places that cover sports that had a collective meltdown about the fact that this was a trending story that people cared about is too damn high. I would kill. I would kill for a freaking Timothy Chalamet to date somebody in WWE because that would do numbers for me. You guys got (laughs) Taylor Swift and you're freaking mad about it. Come on. This is it's it's a game. All of it's a game. Your favorite thing in the world is a bunch of people playing an actual game for actual children for millions of dollars a year. That's just true. I don't care what anyone else has to say. That's just facts. So just take it. Make the bad jokes. Take the engagement. Take the clips. Right? Get those clicks on your stuff. Get paid. Why is why is everyone freaking out about this? What's his name, Matt? You know the guy's name. Uh, Russo. Christopher Mad Dog Russo on ESPN this week. What what is wrong with that guy? He's just spouting <laughs> off for no reason. They didn't find he love. They be, found publicity. He said that. They just spouting off nonsense about Taylor Swift, you know, him, you know, publicity. Taylor Swift can't walk outside without being swarmed by actual legions of fans. She didn't have to find publicity. Publicity is outside her house every freaking day with cameras waiting for her. Just Make the jokes. Just explain to your fans who Taylor Swift is. Explain to Taylor Swift fans who Travis Kelsey is. Take the opportunity to, you know, promote the sport you love. Don't try and gatekeep. Be like, oh, these Swifties. People are complaining because the the Jets game sold out. You know who's not complaining because the Jets game sold out? Anyone who works for the New York Jets organization. They're like, I don't care who's here. As long as I sold all the tickets, my job is done. Zach Zach Wilson is probably lucky that um, everyone could stop hating on him for a few days and people focus more on Taylor Swift. Yeah, exactly. Because, yeah, really, if if without Taylor Swift, the stories are the Dolphins won by a gazillion points or scored a gazillion points and Zach Wilson can't throw a football. (laughs) <laughs> at a, even an amateur level, let alone yeah. a professional level. Um, so the fact that Taylor Swift came in and uh, swooped both those, scooped both those stories is helpful for him. But I, I, to, to me, I don't get it. It's supposed to be fun. Yeah. No one talking. No one talking. No one who has ever played the sport of football was talking about it 
that way. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's funny you say all that. Of the, all of the ex-players, they took it in stride. It was the loudmouths who couldn't suit up, like, to you know, they couldn't play Pop Warner. It's them and Zach Wilson uh, would be playing on, like, the pickup team at this point. They're the ones who had a problem with, like, this ruining football. It's a game. Right. It's a game. You like a game. I, I like men pretending to hit each other, guys. I'm not judging. This is not <laughs> me casting shade. This is an intervention. Uh, so I hope everyone who covers football, because guess what? It's not going away. This will be the only story next week, too, by the way. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, take it, it is. in stride. Yeah, just take it in stride. Listen to a couple Taylor Swift songs, right? Get the get the uh, get some jokes, get some puns uh for your opening monologues or whatever just lean into it just lean into it because it's not going away until it, until it does and it will go away eventually probably like you know odds are right um but just yeah, don't take it so seriously because it only makes you look like an idiot it really yeah. does if football makes you that that angry it makes you look like an idiot um and so that that's that and i also i want jose and matt to say something but before we leave the segment matt i have to say something as well but you guys go and then at the end i'll do what i have to do yeah you know it's funny you say that i have noticed that it seems like the actual football players are having more fun than the yeah journalists and hosts great like Sauce Gardner was asked about it, who's uh, you know Jets cornerback, <laughs> and he says, "Well, she's not coming to see me." Oh well, and um, <laughs> I had the morning. I listened to the morning show on WFAN. Boomer Sison, former Jets quarterback, was throwing Jets references, uh, Taylor Swift songs the whole game, and his co-host Greg Giannotti was not <laughs> having it. He was blowing right. a gasket. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's literally the players like this is fun, and everyone who couldn't lace up a cleat to save their life is like trying to prove how macho in football they are by hating on it. It's stupid. Yeah. And like stupid. Um, I actually listed. So Micah Parsons, best defensive player in the NFL. He has a podcast every Monday, um, which is awesome. Even though I hate the Cowboys, I love him. I can say he's a great podcaster. And he even said, yo, we're up right now in the NFL. I want every, he told, I want everybody to shoot their shot like Travis Kelsey did. Look how encouraging <laughs> the actual players are. And yet these commentators have a problem with it for some reason. And even with right. our own NFL show here, our commentators were pissed off. Like, who cares? That's the, what's fun. And this is why um, it's more suited for this environment. And you guys know football right. anyway. So, like, it's, 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 it is nuts. Um, I just want to, Jose, what else do you have to add? I, I, and I just want to read these odds that people made. And then Ryan can finish his point that we can move on. Yeah. Oh, you, you guys, you guys did an amazing job cleaning that up. I mean, I agree with both of y'all. Yeah, it's supposed to be fun. That would, I think that's the thing. If anyone noticed, Taylor Swift is arguably the most talked about topic on this show in 2023. And I'm here to have fun with it. And commentators and people are just like, yo, let this girl be. She clearly, she's she's a lot of fun to talk about at the end of the day. She's so much fun to talk about. And it's so much fun to talk about her fans. And um, again, and now we're mixing these two worlds together it it is nuts how polarizing it actually is and at the end of the day it's it's their relationship those two have to focus on each other if they want they want to make it work and this let me read you these odds from odds.com sports odds.com so one so here are some events that you can bet on you know um Mm -hmm. you can bet on to win so 
Um, some are easier than others. And if you need to explain, I could do that. So first one at minus fifteen hundred. So you would have to throw fifteen hundred dollars to make one hundred dollars. So this is a very right. easy bet that people think. Taylor Swift pictured yeah. attending a second Chiefs game this season. Well, that's gonna be accomplished. Happening, yeah, happening on Sunday. Minus four hundred. Travis Kelsey pictured attending Taylor Swift concert at the end of 2024. That's a little harder because he does have the whole season. Oh, oh, sorry, end of 2024. Okay, that's possible. He'll be free. Yeah, he'll be free. So she plays. He's already into, been to the show once, but right. So she plays in the. She plays in Tokyo, the Tokyo Dome, the night of the Super Bowl. You yeah. think if the Chiefs aren't there, he's going to that? I just find it funny. Uh... They're the same day. Maybe if the Eagles aren't there, too. I feel like he'll go support his brother. Right. Um, at minus 120, Taylor Swift pictured attending a second Chiefs game sitting next to Brady Mahomes. And there's, there was a report saying those two hit it off. And they're yes. friends. Really? Oh, my God. I saw that. that was, That'll be something else. And I mean, those I have four actually, people I, in the same place. I have it right here. <laughs> reported by at ML football. Big news. Taylor Swift and Patrick Mahomes wife hit it off and had shots together at Travis Kelsey's party oh per TMZ. <laughs> our, it says, it literally says here, oh our sources say the two chatted a ton at the bash at one point, even took a shot together. The two plan on staying in touch and will attend multiple chiefs games together. Oh no. And everybody oh, says she geez. was offended uh, by this. Now that's one person that's, I, we all well, can agree. We I don't think that was a phone. joke. Yeah. Oh yeah. The the whole Mahomes, you know, let's all just let Pat talk. Everyone else with the last name Mahomes should just kind of continue living your life quietly. All right. And these last favorite odds is um, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Try Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey announce a relationship, but then separate by the end of 2024 minus 110. 110? That's actually not bad. I'll have to take that. You'll take that? But they're done? I think they're not going to make it. And here are the next album. And here are the underdogs. Historically speaking, yeah. Historically speaking, they're not going to make it, right? Like, most people don't. No, in fairness, right? Yeah, except in general. Cargill and Brandon Phillips. No, but most people people don't date one person and get married. So, I mean, Christ, I haven't dated that many people, and I still dated more than one person. Like <laughs> I didn't even get it right in the first try. You know what I mean? Like it happens. So, so these are the underdog odds at plus 200 Taylor Swift to be interviewed by Kelsey brothers on new Heights podcast. Oh boy. That's at plus 200. Much is that? That's plus 200. Plus 200. I would take that. I would take that too. I think that's more likely than people giving a credit. Yeah. Oh no. But at plus three hundred, Taylor Swift to appear on Jackson Mahomes TikTok in twenty twenty three. Don't That's take that. Nope. Never gonna happen. That another plus three hundred. Either Swift or Kelsey announced the other has cheated during the relationship by the end of twenty twenty four. Plus three hundred. If if uh, if the breakup is true, then that's probably true as well. <laughs> okay. Um and then the final odds. Okay. Um okay. Man, if they actually cheat, oh boy. And then the last odd I have for you at plus fifteen hundred. So if this happens, you are a rich man. Taylor Swift to release a single she confirms has been written about Kelsey by the end of twenty twenty four. I'll take that. No. I'll take it. No, here's why. Here's why. Here's why. She's not releasing a new single in twenty twenty four. She's got to re-release all those old albums. Her her schedule's booked. She'd, be, mm. she'd have to go out of her. 
she'd have to go out of her way to write a new song and release just a single. There's no new album coming out. It's all the it's all the. And she releasing four new songs on Friday. No, Did they're she? all like vault things. It's like a whole thing that she does. There were new songs, but they, she wrote them when she was like 13. It, listen, the whole Taylor Swift ecosystem is crazy. Um, but I know for a fact that she's not focusing on like a new album. So I would be shocked, shocked if she uh, released the Travis Kelsey song. 15, was it 1500? Yep. I'll put 100 on it just for kicks and giggles. What's the worst going to Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Got to. Got to. I agree with that. I agree with that. All right, so um, Ryan, what's your final point in this before we move on? Sure. So, as Matt has brought up a couple of times, we've talked about Taylor Swift a lot on this podcast, the Taylor Swift cast, um, <laughs> and <laughs> I have dudes. often had to. I've often found myself on the opposite end of pretty much everybody. Uh, hopefully, Claudia is listening. Shout out to Claudia. Um, so, Matt has said repeatedly on this show that Taylor Swift is the most important person in the world. And while I still have a hard time accepting the word important, the way that Matt is using it, I think important applies more than we're giving it credit for. I have got to admit now that some of the comparisons that I've said, some of the artists that I've said Taylor Swift did not compare to, I was very, very clearly wrong. This is very obviously Beatlemania. This is very obviously Elvis Presley on uh, Ed Sullivan. This is very obviously Michael Jackson post, you know, Motown. She's obviously there. She just is. The fact that the world cares about this relationship this much is proof positive that she is the most famous person currently alive. It might be the most famous person ever. I will quibble. That doesn't necessarily mean she's the most impactful person in music, but we can agree to disagree on that. I have to apologize. It is obvious that Taylor Swift is the most famous person on the planet today. I was wrong for insinuating otherwise. Hey man, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's really getting nuts. And, you know, maybe I guess that the, the, all this time influential was a better world word. But um, I, I quibble with important, but you're right. I know what you mean, and you're right. <laughs> it's 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 nuts. Taylor Swift. This won't be the last time we talk about you. So um, no. Well, here's I just want to put this within the whole productive conversations history, and I hope and I pray to God that it lasts for multiple decades, fifty plus years. I just hope. She comes on the show, even if there's a point where people don't want to talk to her anymore. <laughs> she's not famous anymore, which would obviously better. not happen. I just hope she comes we'll on. Snatch her up then. We'll snatch her up then. We really called this one early. We did the Taylor Swift pod in June. We and did. this. <laughs> All right. Why don't we actually talk about the other person who seems to be just as famous if you're on X, Kevin James, the meme. What about these? What do you guys think about these Kevin James memes? Who decided, yo, you know what? I'm going to put this stocked image where it literally has the watermark there of Kevin James. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and I'm going to just throw this everywhere. People are hilarious with it. People are really clever. They're showing all types of Kevin James memes. Apparently, King of Queens is like the most requested streaming show now. Um, the <laughs> King of Queens... Remember watching that at nine thirty on CBS, I did. It was like Nick at Night or number two. I think that was. I've never seen it. Point. 
Really? And Liam no, Rem- Remini is getting popular. Jerry still arrested peace. The 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 rise of Kevin James. The internet decided you are going to be the other famous thing in this world. <laughs> That's such a weird yeah. thing to have Taylor Swift and Kevin James rise at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> he's been around for you know like he's thirty been years. Time. And now he's famous. Now people really think people really didn't know. Who, I mean, you've seen. I thought he was people? dead. He's actually dead. Kevin you know, James, now he's, he's alive. alive. When the, I get that now. Obviously, I see that he's alive now. But <laughs> I hope, like, before this whole meme shit happened a week or two ago, I thought the guy, the damn guy died. You thought Paul, you thought Paul Mark dead. passed away? Yeah. It was like, oh, where's, like, I, was, I was waiting in line at the Muite for Paul Bark 3. And I was like, it's not <laughs> happening. Paul so Bark. <laughs> He wasn't this Not, popular when Paul Blart came out, and that's a fun cult movie. He was about Paul Blart is a fun movie. It needs more uh, more emphasize the fun Blart. part. Yes. he better cap. Well, he better capitalize on all this fame while suddenly because well, he said he's going Paul back Blart on three. tour. He's going on stand up tour. Oh, oh stand come up? on! Yeah. <laughs> what a waste. What's the, that's the thing you can do quickly. In fairness, it takes time to write a movie, Jose, but it doesn't take time to show up and tell some jokes. So. He probably got he probably got movies backed up. He hasn't done that in like ten years. Yeah, well, but now that, he will. We, we want we want him bad. again. The world yeah, has decided movies are bad. By the time he freaking decides to go do a movie, ain't nobody gonna give a shit about that meme. How long do meme life like last? Well, for? Like, no, you but got, if, like, the, if the weeks? tour, but if the tour takes off in four weeks, right? If if the tour becomes its own like interest generator then he could probably do it yeah no there's no way he's gonna get a movie written and, and gone and done in time for a meet to he's been he's been on tour for the last five fucking years probably and nobody knew no he stops i'm just saying he stops he wasn't doing anything he was just living off paul blart money oh jesus he doesn't need he doesn't need a job he's got paul blart money he's got that mall cop money this. he's probably fat as hell oh Right. Yeah, well, he, he was, was actually, he you know, he was at the Jets, the Jets Bills game. He was there before this was about it. Is he really? Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know if somebody said, you know what? Let's make Kevin. Oh, James. they saw Kevin James and they just decided. Also, I don't know. Am I, I might be the only one. When I saw the picture, I don't know why. And th- maybe there's a psychology thing. If you're a psychologist at T Tweecap, let me know. The, the picture feels dirty to me. Is that like the him only shrugging? One? Like, what do you mean by dirty? yeah? That one with the weird smirk. I don't. I get just like a dirty feeling. Like I feel like the picture is dirty. I and don't. That's know why, why people make funny memes out of it. Like when somebody said, "I don't well, know." No. Like I just feel like it's somebody. explicit in some way. I know it's not. Everyone's clothed. It's just a dude shrugging with the smirk. It just feels kind of dirty. I don't know. Explicit. I don't. I, I don't know. I get a weird feeling. I don't actually like the meme because of that reason. When I look at it, it just feels wrong. I like the ones where like they add stuff to it because then it's funny. But like the regular picture. Not like some me. somebody said, um, you know, like when Pete, when guys are like, "Hey, let's get the hoes out here." When the hoes show up, you know, stuff <laughs> like that. Um, it's yeah, it's it's it, it, it. This is a fascinating world where the internet decides all these things, and they anointed Kevin James. You are the chosen one for a couple of weeks. It is just a couple of weeks, though. That's that's what's important. Remember Montgomery? That was only a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And the, the, another the thing that I think we're at the we kind of miss this at the end of it. But where did this Roman Empire stuff come from? Who decided? I'm thinking about. I'm going to I'm going to talk about the I'm going to talk about thinking about the Roman Empire. Honestly, I really thought they were talking about Roman Reigns. 
This might be the nerdiest <laughs> thing I say today. But, um, <laughs> seriously, where who decided the Roman Empire is going to be relevant? I mean, obviously, it was just a, a joke somebody told online, right? But um, I don't know. I mean, I would lie if I say I never thought about the Roman Empire, but I don't think it's often. It's more often now because people keep asking me. Do you know uh, how long the Roman, Roman Empire lasted? No, a long time. A thousand years. The yeah, trend, so it, had like 500 were in peace. That was kind of cool. <laughs> the trend took off, according here in this CBS News article, the trend took off mainly on TikTok where the hashtag Roman Empire has 1.3 billion views on the app. The belief is that Ooh. men think about the Roman Empire far more than their female counterparts. And if you scroll through Roman Empire videos, that certainly seems to be the case. That was reported six days ago. I mean, again, there's some cool stuff in the Ro- in Roman history in the Roman Empire. You could walk for like you could walk the entire continent and still be in the Roman Empire. You can't do that anymore. That's kind of cool. Isn't it crazy yeah. how Roman reigns has been high on hiatus this whole time? He could have just really <laughs> added to the stock. His name is Roman I, Reigns. I'm surprised he has. Roman... I'm surprised he hasn't put out like a, a a TikTok about like how often do you think about the Roman Empire? Just show him like stacking. His Ed name is Bryan. literally Roman. <laughs> Reigns, Roman Reigns, and he didn't take advantage of it. He must really love his uh, off time, then I guess. Hey, he he unplugs when he's on vacation. He's on vacation. Yes. Don't need don't need Roman Reigns when he's on vacation. He didn't even come back for the Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable stuff, he said, guys. He said Dwayne can find me when I come back in November if Dwayne's interested. He just he's he's on a beach somewhere. He doesn't care. So how about this too? I like to think he calls him Dwayne. It was announced last week that stand-up comedian Dane Cook began dating in 2017. Dane Cook began dating fitness instructor Kelsey Taylor, who is 26 years his junior. They became mm-hmm. engaged on July 13th, 2022, after six years, and they became the couple got married on September 23rd, 2023. And it, and they emphasize that they've been dating for six years, met yeah. in 2017. So put two and two together. It seems like they were dating since they were 18. She was 18 and he yeah. maybe, but there's some slippery slope people trying to figure out again, if no interviews on this, just all assumptions. I mean, if they're happy and amazing, but um, yeah, Dane Cook at one point was uh, the biggest stand-up comedian and is this his way to get um, relevant again? Uh. Who's no, getting relevant? I mean, you don't marry a kid. <laughs> you don't marry a kid to get relevant. Yeah. Well, well I did. mean, this this is a, this isn't new. I mean, this been is MO for years. I know. No, for sure. And then they made. Then they got. She's of age and now, people, and people are laughing she at it. Now. People oh, are laughing well. at it. So they they must not. They clearly don't give a fuck. I mean, eighteen is technically legal. I mean, we we can we can call it what it is, which is grimy, but it's not illegal. So there's no story here in terms of that. Mm-hmm. And in terms of dudes dating younger women who are too young for them, that's a lot of celebrity men. So I don't know. That's this a lot. Of, a that's, lot, a lot like, that's a lot of men in general, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said celebrity because that's what mm-hmm. you're right. That's just people oh. in general. Um, again, she was 16. That's a problem, uh, right? Because that's illegal. But um, mm-hmm. 18 years old is 18 years old. It's it's gross. It's, it's 
kind of, you know, it's odd to me, but legality is legality, right? You can't, you can judge somebody for doing something you disagree with, but you can't persecute somebody for doing something illegal or something legal. Uh, I mean, it's crazy all the years late, all these years later, it hasn't been established how they met. Did they meet on Tinder? Did she slide in his DMs? Did they meet at a show when he was well, doing the, uh, the, the funny bone? It's got to be a show. I mean, 16-year-olds can't get on Tinder or any of that. No. Yeah, I mean, you could reach out on social media. Oh, she yeah. was also 18, so she could have been on Tinder. That's I don't true. know how no I don't know how long they knew each other before they started dating. If they've known each other for years before dating, then yeah, A, that probably gets a little bit slippery for Dane there. And B, it couldn't have been on like Tinder. But if she's 18, Tinder or what's the one that like the the women can find the, the celebrity men on? Rhea? Oh, oh Rhea? no, Rhea. Rhea, yeah. Rhea, yeah. So well you know, people could be something like that. As long as she's 18. We'll see how long this relationship lasts as well. So moving on. Another Last football story. So Ryan, why don't you talk about what The Rock announced? Oh, yeah. So today, right before we uh, got ready to film, The Rock announced a big merger between his XFL and the USFL. So the also-rans of American football are going to be uh, teaming up to see what they can do against the NFL, uh, which will likely be not much. Um, but yeah, I thought that was it was interesting. Um, for one thing, it feels a little bit like the rock admitting defeat. This is the last step before the rock divests himself from what might be his worst business venture of all time. Um, coming out of coming, unfortunately in a year where a lot of his ventures turned up uh, sour, the XFL was chief among them. Um, USFL, I will say is somehow less relevant than the XFL. Uh, Matt, have you ever seen the US? I've I've seen an XFL game. They are on TV. Uh, DC actually has a very good XFL team. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. They got like second or third this uh, this past season. But um, I've never seen USFL. That was that. Well, also not to uh, it's not connected now. But that's that's the old Trump one, right? Yes, yes, it is. Um, I have seen a few games. It's mostly in, they they played in like April and. Like the, like in February, March, April, and I just let's be real, people. This is going to fail. This is going to embarrass people. People are going to lose a lot of money. You are not going to have another professional football league in the United States. It's not going to happen. It failed in the '80s. It failed in the '90s. It's failed in the 2010s, and it will fail again in the 2020s. I somehow appreciate you people keep trying, but it's not going to work. We're not that interested. And there's nowhere in the calendar you can make it work. Maybe in the summer with baseball, because, um, but it's not going to work, people. We're just not interested as a society for it. But what we need to keep it around so Zach Wilson, when he gets caught, oh. finally can join the Seattle Sea Dragons. <laughs> Wait, he's it has to up. happen. I don't know who what I don't know what NFL team would take a flyer on him even as a backup. So maybe he will end up. So say XFL. There you go. There, I mean, there was, there, there was also the fan football Zoom. league with Johnny Manziel, but nobody cares. I thought the XFL was I like was, the minor leagues of the NFL. I thought they have a deal, a partnership. No. no uh, you better, they, was, they tried to. I think that, that died was, out. That was, nah, it's Check it out because I think The Rock made a deal with the NFL. It's the minor leagues. So they, they, the right, so they kind of tried. They kind of tried to do that. Um, 
from my understanding, the scheduling was kind of worked with the NFL. There, a lot of it was a lot of the XFL season was kind of worked in tandem with the NFL. So it was less about competing with the NFL and more about being a supplement. So football fans had football in to continue watching football players had football to like, there was a world in which the rock and uh, his team was hoping that it, I mean, in addition to minors, right. Someone who doesn't get drafted showing to the XFL, seeing if they can build some momentum to get uh, an actual call. Right, right. Um, I think they were probably what the rock was hoping for was that it would go the other way too, that folks who maybe had a quick season uh, that let's say you play for the Jets and your quarterback goes down in the first 72 seconds. You haven't had that, a lot of games. Mm-hmm. At that point. You play for an XFL team, you get more reps, you get more time, more TV. I, so I think that that was the idea behind it, but I don't believe there was anything like it, there was no official partnership. It wasn't like the NFL was doing anything to boost the XFL um, or, or vice versa. Like the XFL wasn't boosting the NFL. It was just kind of like almost like a, um, like a pact between the two like all right well we're gonna stay out of your way because we want like to, to be as much like as smooth as transition as possible between the two leagues we don't want it to be a, a versus thing um i would say that by acquiring the U- usfo um that's probably not necessarily the case anymore but what it really comes down to man i'll say because i actually disagree with you in terms of no one cares i think people would watch more football I mean, you see, you see football fans. As soon as football ends, the did the, the online rhetoric becomes can't wait for football season, right? Football fans spend all of the off season waiting for football. Uh, so the the thought process I think is solid. Of what if there was no off season? What if there was always football? The problem is people like their teams, right? They build a, like a connection to their team. They build a connection to certain players or even all of the players on their team, and those people aren't there. You know what I mean? And not only are they not there, but the best people are all in the NFL. That's the point. The NFL is where the XFL is not a destination, right? That that would be a, a landing strip for somebody who crashed and burned. It's not the goal. If the XFL wanted to be, and they don't have the money to do this, to be clear, if the XFL wanted to be real, they would need to do what Live Golf did. They would need to steal some folks from the NFL, and the only way you would do that is you. Fi- no, seriously, you'd have to find some folks oh, who no, either would never have to get the Saudis win. involved. Well, yeah, because the Rock, the Rock's got like stupid amount of money. He doesn't have Saudi Arabia, you know, oil money. So, <laughs> you. But that was what you need to do. You need to have big money contracts for a couple of choice names, um, and be like. You're exclusive. You play for the XFL. You know, you're going to be on the Brahmins. You're going to be on the Sea Dragons. You're going to be on the whatever, the Arlington Renegades. And then, like, you would get a couple of these people. And, again, you can't be linemen either. You need some running backs. You need some quarterbacks. You need some defensive, like, skill positions, right? You know, safety, corner, middle linebacker, whatever. Get a couple of them. Maybe grab a couple of free agents, I can think you know of what, one. You know, you know what? Who, Jared, if you, you signed him to a big money contract, could bring some people in. Um, and so that's what you need to do. If you if if you really want it to be real, that's the way you compete with the NFL. You got to do what Live did, and it's why Live worked, and, and it's the only way that the XFL can actually compete. It's all about the motherfucking money. It's gotta yeah. be like soccer. <laughs> How are you saying? It's gotta be like soccer. Like you got people like the. The Saudi league, you have you have the you have the 
English Premier League you have the United States and they're all banned bringing in cash whatever like everybody's a free agent to go wherever so and it, it hurts when like XFL all are owned by the same fucker like the eight teams or whatever it is it's not like different owners it's just all owned by the same freaking person than XFL so it needs to expand where they can put money up front. It needs to be that type of deal. Well, yeah, but you look at, you, you know, you mentioned soccer. I mentioned live golf. What is the common denominator on both of those? Cash. You need people got, to invest. They got mm-hmm. a huge influx of Middle East money to do this. Right. So if, if the rock is, if the rock is into it now, you know, Rock has one at one point toyed with running for president, so he certainly can't do that and this. But if The Rock has decided that what he wants to do is make an XFL that works, then he's going to have to go ahead and call the uh, the public investment fund uh, mm-hmm. and 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 say, hey, how badly do you want to be in American football? <laughs> Uh, and by the way, the fact that they have oh, USFL, I just one hope of that teams. doesn't. I hope you didn't put that out in the universe and people here because I, I would that would be I the day. I promise you, I promise you, everyone listening, before you get mad, I'm not the only person in the United States of America who has thought that. Uh, I'm not at all suggesting they should do it, I think they should just let the XFL die. But I'm saying if I own the XFL, if my money is tied up in it and I'm trying to figure out how I can make this work so I don't lose my shirt on it, that would be how. Oh, boy. Well, good luck to the Alternative Football League. We'll see what happens there. XFL starts, um, I believe, in April, in um, right after the Super Bowl in early, in early, um, in early February. So we'll see how that all unfolds. So one more story before we do some questions. And this is going to be really interesting. So there is a show that was very, that is very popular in the United Kingdom. It's still very popular. It's been around for seven years. And that show has come to the United States on Max. So here it is. The show was called Naked Attraction, a British full frontal dating show. I have a story here from To The Day Show. The series, which is currently airing in its seventh season in the United Kingdom, recently made its debut in the United States. The slogan of the show, it's a dating show where we go back to basics and start where a good date often ends, naked. And so what happens is they bring a bunch of contestants. They bring one person who is interested, you know, whether they're straight, gay, bi, trans, and they have the partners they desire and they see them naked. First, they show their genitals. Then they show up front. Then they show their booty and the person, the face and the person has to decide if they like them enough naked and then they will go on a real date clothed clothed um so yes as i said they will they will look at each other naked and then if they like each other they will go on a date with clothes on sounds like ryan's upset sounds like ryan's upset that he's not part of the show (laughs) jose you can get this on max by the way huh did matt make you watch this show 
Hey, well, you didn't. I didn't know about it till now, but I'm definitely gonna watch it right yeah. after the show. Yes, yes. So I, I, I it was a late last minute, show. so I didn't get the chance to show it. Yeah. So. It wasn't last minute enough for me. I, <laughs> I unfortunately had to do research uh, for the show. By the way, at I want to request, make this clear. At request. By the way, <laughs> go ahead. This is uncensored. You will see it all. Yes. Yes. So uh, at mass request, Matt hit me <laughs> up and said. You know, we were going over what we do because there's planning to this uh, for all the listeners to peel back the curtain a tiny bit. We plan this entire show. Uh, he goes, I need you to do something for me. It's a big ask. And I said, what? And he goes, I need you to watch the show Naked Attraction for the show. Uh, mm-hmm. And I said, OK. And he explained it to me, but I was on my home from work. I already turned it on. So I watched the first half of this, by the way, on a public bus. So that's probably not great. <laughs> but, um <laughs> I watched uh, two episodes. I watched the very first episode and I watched the last available episode on Max. Um, and so as Matt said, yeah, it's it's full frontal. So if you are uncomfortable with the male or the female genitals, you'll see both. Um, actually, every episode you'll see both. I'm sorry. Go ahead. There's a lot of penis on that show. There is a ton. Yes, there is. Quite a lot. Um, quite a lot. Um, they also, I really like, they make the, um, the the one I watched, they made the uh, contestant get naked too. So you can't just be clothed and judge all these naked people. You at the very end have to just get naked and then pick who you're going to go on a date with. It's wild that they're like, well, you've made it this far. You've narrowed it down to two people. Take your clothes off and then we'll find out who you want to date. Super weird. Um, there, there's like a weird talent section in the middle where they have to do usually some sort of physical activity or something to that effect. Um, they do a voice toward the end. Like when there's like three people left, they get to talk. So the person gets to hear what they sound like. Um, um, I'll say one thing I liked about the show was that. Oh, so they always picked. I'm just going to say they always picked in the, the four people I watched pick. Right. Because there's two per episode. Mm-hmm. The four people I watched picked always picked, in my opinion, the most conventionally attractive person. Yes, that's what that I want to talk. 100%. I want to get into that. I want to get into 100%. that. I'll, again, and I watched. So the uh, the last episode of the series that's on the max in particular, it was a, uh, a pansexual woman. Uh, so there was a, a mix of different people. Right. And then there was a, a, a woman looking for a guy and she was like looking for an older guy. Um, she ended up picking an older guy, which I thought was interesting. But anyway, um, and no matter what, and when they're talking, they talk about all these things, especially it was most obvious in the pansexual one because there was women and men. Right. There was a lot of different body types, a lot of different shapes and sizes. We'll put it that way. And slowly but surely in this particular one, the uh, pansexual woman narrowed it down to the most conventionally attractive men who are on the show. They had the least amount of body fat. No, all that good stuff. So I thought that was interesting. Um, it's like an uh, an anti love is blind. If you've ever seen that show, Matt, on Netflix, <laughs> where like they get into these, they they have these pods, very similar. They have pods, right, where they can't see each other, but they just like and they have no physical sight, and they have to basically pick somebody to marry. Uh, this is very similar to that in which you can only see somebody, and like you only see part of them, and it's a whole thing. So it's like a weird opposite love is blind thing. And I do think it was interesting that when it was just based off looks. Even someone who, again, pansexual, they actually explained about which I, the second thing I liked was they had these weird like animations cut in and out explaining mm-hmm. like certain terms or certain things about like the human body or about romance or about dating or whatever. And so they explained what pansexual was. Um, and 
they even said like that's weird for you to be on the show because you can't talk to anybody so when you know yeah, you yeah. have to base it purely off of looks so if you're saying looks don't matter that's your sexuality you're on a weird <laughs> show um and she, and she said she owned that she's like yeah but you know what like i'm trying something different and so anyway long story short is yeah they picked the most conventionally attractive person all four times um which i thought was interesting they also picked the youngest person i believe three out of four times um, if I'm not mistaken, because they tell you the age of everybody as they get eliminated. So I was keeping track. And the youngest available option was the person that got picked <laughs> three out of the four times. Um, and so it's just kind of interesting, right? When the clothes are off and looks are all you got, if you're young, physically fit, and I mean, for the guys that, you know, for the women, there had to be like the right shapes and the right, right? And for the yeah. men, you had to be, have a decent enough uh, display then uh then you get picked and everybody else didn't but the show did make a point of displaying other body types in the beginning right so you have someone who's maybe a little overweight you had someone who is a little bit smaller it's a uk show so they made a big deal about somebody being circumcised right like so they added a bunch of different like body types at the beginning (laughs) when it was you know and then they just slowly started get rid of the body types that would be quote-unquote less desirable and ended up with the same the same thing you would expect which i thought was i mean it's not disappointing it's just human nature right but it was just interesting to see you know a lot of people talk about body positivity and the show i think does the best it can for body positivity by displaying those people but at the end of the day the hot girl is looking for the two hottest guys uh or the, the hot guy was like the two hot studies girls, right that was just facts that's just what was happening so and you know i, I watched a bunch of episodes too and the girls interested in guys it seems like the guy with the biggest squadrole if you will was always picked as well so i will say in the two that i watched there were guys who were picked and that was i mean i didn't measure obviously uh <laughs> but that wasn't necessarily visually that wasn't the case and what it couldn't do you think, be small, and what do you think? right? It couldn't be small, but it, it didn't have to be. It wasn't like, oh, that's the longest, so you win. There was like <laughs> the body had to be a certain way, the face had to be a certain way, the right. hair, the voice. Like there was more to it. But yeah, that was definitely something that went. I mean, yeah, the people who had a little bit less to work with, um, they, didn't they, uh, they they went out usually in the first two rounds. And and also, it's just this host was just so funny. And she was like, pretty funny. She's like, she did really well. Like, what does this vulva say to you? Like, what are I, you thinking? Like, yeah, she said that to me. <laughs> uh, she said that to me. She didn't say it to me. Uh, she said it. Uh, she said that while I was on the public bus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I, I was like, I'm gonna get in so much trouble if anyone sits near me. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, what? This are is you an watching? HBO Max. Show. That was it. Was that line that made me realize that this was an at-home thing? Um, so this is a show that's been on for seven years, so people clearly like it, and it's lasting, and it's getting the ratings. There's no rules in the UK. Have you ever watched Skins, you guys? Yeah, no, they have much different um, censorship. There's rules. just no Europe just, in general. Europe. I mean, in general. Skin's a great show. I watched it in college. I would love to. I would love to rewatch it because not the, Amer- the American version sucks. No, that was horrible. Yeah, but I watched the British version. I really liked it in college. I would love to watch it again now that I'm a little bit more experienced as a writer, a little bit older, right. to see if I actually liked it or if I was just like a super kind of like hormone charged teen when I watched right. it the first time. And I think it's about 50-50 chance. That it was either A, really good, or B, I was just really, you know, hormonal uh, and like, you know, jacked up. So uh, I do want to rewatch that. But I remember really liking that show. And yeah, there's just no rules. The UK, man, their TV is just whatever they want. <laughs> Jose, what are your thoughts? Are you really interested in such a show? 
Well, right after this show, when I get home, I will definitely watch the first couple episodes. Please tell us your thoughts. I'm going to probably be like everybody else. Go for the hottest person in the fucking building. Call it um, a day. I mean, I mean, honestly, I was picking as the person, too. Like, I was like, all right, who do I think they're going to pick? Like, I wasn't picking for you. Like, who, if I were them, who would I pick? And I picked, I, I, went, the I went the same way. I ended up picking who they picked both times. Uh, oh, three of the four times, actually. Um, so, yeah. It's it's interesting the way the body just works like that. But then when you talk to somebody, like some of the dates don't go well, which is I think super interesting too. Uh, there was one where they picked, they went on a date and she left. She's like, "Yeah, I'm going home. This is not working." And that was the end of the show. There was, she was like, "Yeah, no, we we don't match at all. No chemistry." And so it's just so interesting how like you 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 don't realize how important personality and like all that stuff is I don't think all the time because we have so many shows dedicated to like everyone's so superficial like we're going to talk deeply I think people oftentimes do talk deeply because a lot of them didn't work out like you know what I mean and even the ones that worked out it was like oh it was a fun date we'll go on a second date no one that I saw was like I met the love of my life because I saw their ding ding you know what I mean so yeah it's um you got to come up with more original ideas. This clearly was it. And I see if it becomes a hit because this definitely was talked about. I saw a lot online and oh, yeah. more traction. And maybe this is a new reality show that uh, people enjoy. Yeah, but never, you also never work here. You also realize there's nothing on Max. Like what's on Max right now that nothing brand new. No, exactly. Yeah. And also this show will never work for an American. Like there'll never be an American version of the show. Uh, yeah. Oh man, the screw. It, it would never happen. So yeah, there's a couple of UK shows I think could work and they're a little bit more risque, but that one's too far. <laughs> too far. Good, good stuff. So let's uh, finish this out. We've got about 15 minutes left. Why don't we get some uh, questions about life and the internet and stuff like that. Yeah. Why do, do you guys hate it when you see group chat, when you see people have one-on-one -on -one combos and group chats? It's the fucking worst. Yeah. Like two o'clock in the morning, they'd be like, hey, Barbara, can you come pick me up? Like, go text <laughs> Barbara privately. Let me go back to bed. Yeah, I've never had that happen to me. Oh, I see it a lot. Sometimes oh, I think so people really do it just to just to flex. It's the fucking worst. By the way, it's the worst is like you have a like have a, like an eight person fucking group text and you're smashing a girl and that shit's going off where like only three of them are fucking talking about sports and you're banging the girl and it's the last thing they want to fucking hear is your phone go off every five seconds thinking your girlfriend you or some shit. Put it on, you know. Because it's your sleep. girlfriend. I, I'm sorry. I gave two fucks when I got a girl half naked already ready to just Put it on get sleep. it in. I don't got time for that shit. Amateur move, Jose. Put it on sleep. <laughs> well, when I re have time to remember it, sure. All right. The bitch if the bitch is naked, bitch is naked wear a dildo, a freaking playing with herself with a dildo. Last time I didn't give a shit. Let me put my phone on sleep real quick. Hold on. You know what? Then you know what? You you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. If the phone's on, you can't be mad when the phone goes off. It's like being mad at the dog for biting. Can't be mad at a phone for dinging. Only you can prevent phone dings. Do you do you feel hangovers have been lasting longer for people yes. despite the age? Oh, all people? 
Yeah, I heard people saying that hangovers have been lasted longer for them. Like, no, I don't think that's true. Um, yeah. Obviously, the older you get, the harder, the longer the recovery time. But I think some people think there's something in the alcohol that makes it last longer. I don't know. I just I've attributed it to my age. You know what? I mean, I, I get it. Also, depends on who you're hanging out with. If you're hanging out with, with Bill Cosby, uh, he kind of. Like, <laughs> Kind of like okay, something is something is wrong with the alcohol. Oh, yeah, exactly. But no. I'll say non Cosby related. Uh, <laughs> I'll say that um, I, mean, I don't I don't know because I still know I know people who can still like rally really fast. So I don't I think it has more to do with age than people are realizing. Um, I also what I've seen I've seen studies on this that uh, people are drinking less. As like underage drinking is actually down, um, really. Yeah, is like vaping va- instead. Well, yeah, vaping is up and all that. Um, <laughs> but uh, underage drinking is down, and so I do wonder if maybe some of it is less. I don't want to say less. I'm going to say yeah, less tolerance. Maybe they're not quite as uh, good at drinking because they don't do it as often. And so when they turn 21, you know, or whatever, they get a little older, and they're like, let's go after it, and they're not like they're not prepped. <laughs> I feel like there's something to be said about, you know, when you have to drink a couple of beers when you're younger um, to prep you for drinking a lot of beers when you get a little older. Uh, like uh, not that I'm, it, you know, I'm not suggesting that people do this. I'm just saying factually, I think that drinking less probably means that when you do drink, whenever that ends up being, you're more likely to get drunk faster, more likely to have a worse hangover, all that stuff. So I do think maybe there's something to that, but I don't think that like, I don't think that everyone's drinks are laced or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that that's, we live in conspiratorial times. And so that's what people like to believe, but that I, I would be shocked if that was true. Do you think that people like to brag about how early in the morning they wake up? Yeah, I'm like the rock. I wake up at four in the morning. Guess how late early I wake up? Midnight. Guess how late early I wake up? 11 p.m. Do you feel people and like to I brag about to how bed. early? <laughs> yeah, there are some people who are like that. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Jose? I personally, I mean, I give two shits. If you got, if you fucking wanna you wake up early? Hell no. <laughs> I can't do it. I think that's why. I think that's why you're in the I don't care camp. Well, I'm, I feel- I'm in the I'm in the gym until like two in the morning. So by the time I get to bed, it's like four or five in the morning. Okay, oh. so that is so noon would be early for you because you went to bed four <laughs> hours ago. Um, no, I mean, I mean, I have to wake up for work, right? And so. I don't, I don't think I'm one of those guys, but I could see like, cause I wake up relatively early. I wake up, at, you know, between six fifteen and six thirty usually depending on like my dog, whenever he cries and whatever. Um, so like, and no, I like to say that. And then when you, when, so when you tell someone that, when you're talking about it, you're like, Oh, I wake up at like six fifteen cause I have to get, you know, get ready for work, take care of my dog, all that stuff. And so I was like, mm, well, I wake up at five fifteen. I'm like, well, first of all, <laughs> stop. You know what I mean? And so I think that if you do wake up early, because like it sucks to wake up early. You guys are right. I can't so do it anymore. Do, I used to so be really you, good at it. Yeah. So I when you do anymore. wake up early because you have to or whatever, and then someone is like, mm, that's not early. That's sleeping in. I woke up at five. I'd be like, no, I was really tired this morning at 6.15 when I woke up. I was really tired at 6.30 when I woke up. I don't need to hear you be like, I actually woke up at 4.30 and I did some yoga. So why are you tired? I'm tired because 6, 6.30 is early. That's why yes. I'm tired. And so I do agree that it's really annoying. Um, I do agree it's really annoying. Yeah. 
I guess so, that's, I guess way, that's where I was going with that. If, if there's a girl, if, by the way, it's a red flag with a girl if they wake up early. Just saying. Really? Why do you say it's, that? What, do you oh, mean in general or like general, after a night girl, together? No, in general. If any girl tell like we are you a night hour early bird or like they'll come up with some bullshit conversation like that. If they tell me they like to get up early, I'm already done. <laughs> well, I mean, if they have work though, again, like I said, I'm up early for work. So if you yeah. you know if you work I in the same get, office, okay, I, I, then, I, yeah. I get it. If you go to work, you got to be at work at 8 a.m. or whatever. Cool. I get it. But if it's a fucking Saturday and you're off and you're up at 8 a.m., oh, like, yeah. Yeah, go fuck yourself. I get what you're saying. Sure. People yeah. should prioritize sleeping a little bit on the weekends. Mm-hmm. By the way, just so just to make you guys, 8 a.m. is actually us sleeping in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, we do wake up at 8 a.m. on the weekends. Uh, <laughs> then that oh, is us Jesus. sleeping in. Because we have to be we have to be at work by eight o'clock um, right. during the week, so we're so used to waking up early that even when we want to sleep in, it ends up being like right. <laughs> our body like wakes up in a cold sweat. Our dog is screaming because we overslept, uh, and, and we you know in our in our heads we wake up like I'm late for work, um, even though it's a Saturday. So, right. so I just thought it was interesting you picked eight a.m. because that is exactly the Saturday <laughs> wake up time. <laughs> So you Ryan, need- it's a red flag, Ryan. You have a red, red flag, flag now. <laughs> well, I mean, she's uh, Melissa's up too, so it works out fine. <laughs> so say you meet somebody at a coffee shop on Monday, right? Sure. Hit it off. It goes well. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, let's get a drink on Friday. Text mm-hmm. throughout the week. Things are working out. And then on Thursday, they and you set up a date for 830 at night for a drink. Then they text you, hey... I have to wake up early for work on Saturday. On um, Saturday. So okay. um, can we move the date to seven at night instead of 830? Do you think by any chance that that could be a sign that she just wants to get it over with and then ghost you? Yeah, working on a Saturday is un- uncommon. I mean, obviously, you know, it's mm-hmm. possible. I'm not yeah, saying like if they worked at a retail true. store or whatever, right? Like it can be true, but I would say a lot of times working Saturday morning is an un, like it's uncommon. A lot mm-hmm. of businesses are closed on Saturday morning, so the idea that she happens to work on Saturday morning to me would give me some pause that she's trying to get out of the date. God damn it! I love I love how you're going with the whole you're going to that that whole excuse route. I'm like going a whole different way. Tell us, Jose. What do you think? Surprising right, no so, one. Me and Jose went a different way. So, if, if she, well, I don't think she's ghosting me. If she would have ghosted. She would have not tried to reschedule. She just would have ghosted you on Thursday. That's true. Like That's you would have been like, because usually a guy would be like, "Hey, are we still on for tomorrow?" Whatever. If she wanted to ghost you, she would have just dropped the conversation. Mm-hmm. So, off the rip, top of my head. So she wants to. All right. In my mind, we had set it up for 8.30 for whatever. She changes to go earlier, right? Mm-hmm. So now in my mind, it's like, all right, either A, she has plans after. Right. She gave me a bullshit excuse so she can do whatever she wants. And B, or I go with that route. Maybe there's another dude because, come on. <laughs> Chances are you're not the only motherfucker he's talking to. Mm-hmm. So you're either going to go on that route. Maybe she's going out to the bar clubs. Maybe she got something else to do at that time. Cool. Got it. Or B, she feels she's on the fence with you. Mm-hmm. 
So she might want to get out of the way, kind of like she's not sure about this. Maybe she still has feelings for the other dude. Maybe she's still talking to the other dude, whatever. Goes back to one, maybe she's like, let's have it early. If I'm not feeling if I'm not feeling it, my night can go early. My night is done early. I can do whatever after. And if it hit, if we hit it off even better, maybe we can prolong it after. Okay. So I'm mm-hmm. saying it's probably bad. You're saying it could just be that she's I'm on saying she, she's on the fence. If mm-hmm. she's on the fence and you're in she's on the fence of how she feels about you and she might be in a situation where it's right. just not you two talking. I don't think it's ghosting at all because I would have just I mean, You would have, right. You would have just So just at the end of the this would you still do it? Would you still go or you might as well, you know what? There's already hesitation. Might as well save my money for somebody who doesn't want to move our date earlier. You said you said a drink, right? Yeah. I would do if it was more than a drink, I would say fuck it. I'm good. Like I'll keep it moving. But if it's just a drink. I would go, yeah, I would I would go for drinks at seven. You know what I mean? You never know. Like like because I said, it could just be that she's unsure. You guys she's done off she, and now you're right. getting two drinks, three drinks, you know what I mean? Um, and then pro and you prolong it. If you can pro that's how you, it's like the biggest telltale sign. If you can go on that, all right, you seven o'clock, cool, you go for a drink or whatever. Yeah. And and you actually went from seven o'clock and you're still chilling with her till like ten o'clock, ten ten thirty. You know the date's going really well, then it's like, all right, cool. Yeah. You kind of eased her eased her, had her guard down a little bit and you kind of yeah. have fun and, and then you can tell off the next day how she acts, how she texts you after. You can tell, but if it, if it go at seven, you're done by eight o'clock. You know that that chick is done. Yeah. <laughs> you you might get a you, you might get a thank you text. I had a wonderful time with you, but that's as far as it's going to get. Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff to contemplate in this world. Mm. Moving on. So if if a girl calls a guy a dude and a guy calls a girl a bro, is that automatic friend zone? Fuck yes. If a bitch yeah. calls me a dude, you done. I'll cut you off. <laughs> well, I'm not quite as I'm not gonna be the same. Well, of course you're married. I get it. But if you're no, if no, your no, I agree with you. you. I'm agreeing with hey, you. Dude. I'm not talking about my wife in general. I'm not, I'm not talking about her. That's different. Like we're married. That's like totally not the same. But okay. uh, no, I would say in general, yeah. Uh, I would again. You know me. I don't necessarily know that the friends. The friend zone just means you're friends, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't mean anything else. Nothing is turned off. Jose disagrees. We won't get into that again. If you, if your intent, if your intentions, if you're talking to a girl, your intentions to get to know the girl, intention to go more than just you. Okay, Ryan, I know you've been married for a while. (laughs) I sing a dude like Matt. We ain't looking for friends. We're like Drake, no new friends. Yeah, we got got you. We got got one purpose, and it ain't to make a buddy. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. when this chick comes like, hey, dude, how you doing? Yes, I'm you're like, in the friend zone. 100%. 100% yeah. agree. But, you're in the friend zone. And guess what happens? You have a nice life. Take care of yourself. I hope whoever you're smashing doesn't have HIVs. And go on your merry way. Yeah. So I would agree. Like, yeah. If you if, mm-hmm. if you get dude, you, you go, you're in the friend zone. Uh, or bro. Right. If you're, if you're you know, women. Yeah, if it's the other way around. If he says bro, yeah. you're in the friend Unless- zone. Unless it's Matt Riddle, don't call me bro either. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so I do think if you're, I will say this: if you are a woman in the friend zone, 
So if you're a woman and your dude calls you bro, right? Yeah, what's up, bro? I think you probably have a much easier time getting out of the friend zone. I think if you if you are like Matt and Jose, single, and you just want to mangle, you're not looking for friends, you're looking for something else, I think you could probably find that with your friend as a woman a lot easier than if you're a guy trying to get a lady friend to, uh, uh, to advance. Depends. No, it depends. Oh, it depends. Uh, everybody is different. Hundred percent. Everybody's different. I don't think. I think Matt, me and Matt, if it was like a four, or if it's like a four hundred pound girl that's eating fucking bonbons all day or whatever, and you're just trying to get with a friend. Well, diff- I mean, yeah. Obviously, they have to find you some. You know, they have to be interested at least a little bit in terms of you know all that. I'm just saying in general. This is really just me trying to say: never give up if you're in the friend zone. Always keep fighting. Well, I mean, no, actually, no fighting. Fighting is fighting is the wrong word. If you have a dream, you should chase your dream with consent, respectfully. (laughs) Boom. Put that on a bumper sticker. I don't know, man. Chase your dream with consent, respectfully. (laughs) I think you have to start as like friends from the start. Never like. um, Oh, not you too, Matt. No. No, no. I'm saying like if. If you're a fr- if you are already if you didn't get friend zone after dating for a bit, you saw each other naked. You were fucking bazook. She was playing the flute on you, and you were um um Ace. the flute. You no, know, uh, and you were that, and you were, <laughs> or you were um you know um having some pie, as the Rock would say. Sure. Um, and then your friends like that friend zone. It's hard to get back into that. Um, area again. How if you just start as for maybe maybe not? I don't know. I haven't. I haven't bothered. I haven't found a way either. I I feel like that would be easier. I found a way easier to smash, then become friends and smash again than me because it's happened already. Yes, because it's already you already have Mm -hmm. that comfort level with that person. It's way easier going that way than me be trying to be friend zoned and be getting back together. Yeah, because usually when you end up in the friend zone, you tend to go into the fluffer mode. And once you become a fluffer, you're done. Like, stick a fork in it, you, you're done. <laughs> and that point is like, hey, girl, guess what happened to me? <laughs> and then you're going to try to make her jealous and then all this, so all these mixed signals. And then it's going to get awkward. And it's like, oh, you know what? This this friendship is it's sinking faster than the We Titanic. need to come up with a new word. That's not a friendship at that point. This, this, um, What's the word like? This contingency plan isn't gonna happen. <laughs> contingency plan, right? I suppose maybe the. I think friendship is fun. I mean, of course, if you want that, but like yeah, Jose not, said, no, no new friends. No, I've got no enough friends. friends. That's true. Imagine no if friends. that I had. I really could make a pod. People have friends on me. I friends on them. It would never happen. I would love to try, but imagine if I just had. People who, who, um, the f- people I friends or people friends on me. Hey, what's up, everybody? So we're we're having a friends podcast. So why don't we look at um talk a about friends, Travis Kelsey a and friends podcast, a friends zone <laughs> podcast. We are friends, right? Welcome to the friends zone. You know I'm what, your host you, Matt Brown. You know what makes it real obvious, like friend zone friends. Like for me, if I friend zone a woman. It's because more or less, you're a good person, but there's something physically attractive that I don't like about you. Like, I'm mm. not physically, my shit doesn't get up for you. 
Like you're right. cool. Yeah. I don't mind having you around, but I'll never go that way with you. So when a girlfriend zone me, that is the first in thing your head, in my, right? In, in your head, head. You're like, right? What's of wrong? course, exactly. Yeah, that's one hundred percent the case. Like, what's I'll, wrong I'll, with me? But, but not my fault. What's wrong with me? But then in the back of my also my head is like, I give two fucks. I'll just keep it moving. I'd rather keep well, it then moving. Well, then you get defensive because, like, she finds something about me not attractive. So, like, whatever. I'm moving on. I get you. Exactly. You know, I, 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 I'll share a story like that. You were saying? So, um, the last person, like, I dated, um, dated for for two months in, when I was living in New Jersey, right? So, it was a it was an awesome time and I enjoyed their company and I, she's, I, I could still text her and say, Hey, what's up? And talk to her for a few, for a little bit. Right. I have a lot of uh, respect for this person. So when it ended and she was saying how she didn't like me anymore. Right. She said this line that bothers that, bo- that bothers the hell out of me that I've only told my roommate. Maybe I told Ryan. Um, um, I'll, I'll know when I hear it. So, or maybe I've told Jose, but um, this I'll admit this, 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 this honestly changed some of my psyche. I haven't been really focused on dating since I started the show. I, of course, I, I'm always trying, but I'm not like, you know, I'm fine with or without it. So she said after it was over and I was like, okay, you know, fine. I, if you're not interested anymore, fine. She's, and, and I, and I, I, I got asked the question pretty much like, okay, you know, what changed pretty much? Whether I'm in the right to ask that or not, whatever. But she answered, and she was very honest. She said, well, Matt, it got to a point where the fun outweighed the attraction. And this is someone I um, dated, you know, for real, and you go through all the levels of of that, if you know what I mean, right? Mm -hmm. So, of course, I'm like, damn. So, because I was myself, I friend-zoned myself, huh? (laughs) You're too fun, Matt. You're too much fun to hang out with. Yeah, and... (laughs) My roommate makes fun of me to this day. It is a hilarious way to friend zone someone. And, you know, of course, I, I, of course, everybody's different. And I haven't met anybody legitimate like that to try again. But it, mm. I won't lie. It made me think, like, what does that what the hell does that even mean? Yeah, there's no way to fix Ooh. that. It's just happened. I, yeah, I think I got a totally different view out of that. What was no, that? Serious, Please serious, elaborate. Like you ever played uh, Texas Hold'em? Yeah. I don't really know the rules, but I I, I try to play it, but like, I know, know it's poker. Right, okay, right. So you got a good hand off the rip. Like your first two cards, let's just say it's pair of aces. Pocket right aces, off yeah. the pocket. So you got pocket aces, best hand in the game, right? Mm-hmm. Now you already know the other person's interested, right? But you don't want to show all your cards off the rip, mm-hmm. right? So then the, the flop comes on the table, Right. You got a, a king, an ace. So you got three three aces, right? Trips. And now you're just, now you're, you're just slow playing the shit. Because in your mind, you say you got it in the back. Like, I'm mm-hmm. going to just have. Three of a kind, yeah. Right. So in your mind, there's like, I got this in the bag. I'm going to slow play the shit out of his hand. I'm going to get the other person to put more, invest more by the time. Mm-hmm. By the time. At the end, I, I, I got him, right? Mm-hmm. So I view you as you slow played that relationship. You were too fun. You acted too much like the friend, and you weren't aggressive enough. Mm-hmm. You're letting the other person put more into the pot than you were. So you became this fun dude. 
laid back, fun to talk to probably. He could talk to you about everything. And then you suddenly not realizing it became more of a friend than the aggressor. Because like what girls, most, most girls like someone aggressive, someone confident, someone like over the top a little bit, right? You so played the shit out. You became the friend dude. Like, like oh, I bet she called. You'd be down to do this or like down to do that. You didn't give two fucks, whatever. Because in the back of your mind, you got it. You had. You thought you had it. Mm-hmm. By the time and, you know, you get them- you you get to the point where you know you you go to the best levels where you know you Correct. know whatever you, happened so- happened right. You're you're already at that level. Okay, I don't have to work for this anymore. And then you, know you realize you got to the all the way to the river and you found like. By the time she comes to the table, she was like, I'm done. And you flip them cards, this bitch got a flush and you saw me at tricks. <laughs> and then that's where she's like, well, that you are a fun dude. Just outweighed <laughs> the attraction. You should have been more aggressive. So how does somebody day, fix that exactly? Basically, it's, it's, <laughs> don't be yourself. <laughs> No, it's not that. It's just, it's not. But that's honestly what I, like, I, you know I got what, out of it. You know what it is? It's like pro wrestling go or like pro wrestling podcast. Mm-hmm. Pro wrestling, you know how the saying goes, and Ryan would know. You got to be you, but up to 11. Up to 11 on that. <laughs> like, and that. those are the best stars. You think about it. You, Cody Rhodes, LA Knight, they're just them, but they up it when on the TV screen, everybody likes them. They're super aggressive, confident in the way they say things, the way they talk. They're super OD over it. You, like, were feeling her. You knew she was feeling you. You didn't want to, like, you just were like, let me just be me, calm. Everything's going smoothly. Maybe the whole time this chick wanted an aggressive dude. Well, I I was going to say, I think part of it is you can't necessarily control what the other person wants either. You may just, you might not be it. You know what I mean? Like you may not have whatever she's looking for. So that's number one. I will say though, I actually agree with what Jose is saying. Oh shit. A little bit. Uh, I I would not use the word aggressive because I'm not aggressive. But I do think that the most, uh, I won't say flirtatious, but the, the version of me that was definitely, you know, more like flirted more, was more involved with people, was definitely me at 11 like i'm usually pretty quiet but you know i like i like a good quip or one-liner i've got a bit of a sarcastic sense of humor i'm also a pretty smart guy um and so when ryan is flirting with people he's often got a lot of one-liners and he's often not afraid to let you know that he's very smart um and some people mm-hmm. don't like that like i said that's where it comes down to like not everyone's like oh this so, a lot of people hear to be like oh he's too smart you know what i mean like he's overconfident how smart he is and that's happened to me a bunch like that's a fact Right. Um, but when you find someone, they'll be like, oh, he's smart and funny. And that's what that's what you're looking for. I mean, when you like when you when you're me now, if you're someone who is more aggressive, right, in general, like in your everyday life, then, yeah, the person who's going to make the first move, you know, what I mean, the person is going to be a little bit more like forwardly confident. That might be you at 11. Right. For for like dating, putting the mm-hmm. most. Right, right. But, you know, so that's why I think it's important that you can't just be, you know, if you're not a naturally aggressive person, they're going out and trying to be like, you know, first move person, first move guy all the time is not going to work for you because it's going to be fake as shit. And everyone's going to catch you. You talked about Cody Rhodes at 11. Cody Rhodes fake as shit is Stardust. You don't want to be Stardust. You want to be mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes, right? Yeah, but Stardust, but Stardust was never him. 
Exactly. That's and what I mean. So if you're not him, like, so if you're not that guy, if you're not, you know, the guy who's going to make that first move is going to be very kind of macho in the first meeting. If you try to do that, it's going to come across as you trying to be a jerk. That's what it's going to come across as. Whereas like, so when I, when I do what I do, if someone else is trying to do, you know, talk as fast as I end up talking and all the things that I do, they would kind of look stupid if that's not natural for them. They'd be like, what are you doing? I mean, Matt has known me a really long time. I use words that like, no one uses in a sentence ever, like right. often. And my brother makes fun of me for it literally all the time. We have a lot, I have a lot of friends who, who make jokes about my vocabulary all the time. And it's not, I can't control it. It's just how I, I'm a writer. I know a lot of words, I use them. And so, but when you meet the right person, the fact that you're doing that won't make you look like a, a dweeb or like pretentious. And they'll be like, oh, yeah. he's smart. They'll look exactly. at it. They'll look at you liking you for you. Right. So you're still right about that. But I think Jose is right in that a lot of times you could get like two in your own head and not do not do that. So you fall. There's like two traps. You can one try and be something you're not. And then you come across as fake and it doesn't work or because you don't either don't know what you are or don't know that she likes what you are. You kind of just like let it rock. You let it rock. You keep like biding your time. You don't ever like turn it up. You don't ever show you're interested, anti in, as Jose said, with his like poker reference. And then by the time you do get to the end, you you know, you've lost. You had a you had three of a kind and she had a flush. So I think he's yeah. right. I just think it you make again when you when you say like you gotta be aggressive, I don't think that always works. It, it, it you depends know, on, that depends on the person, specifically the know, person involved, the two people involved. Me is because I know Matt and I I've watched Matt for years. I know I see Matt when something when he's talking to someone and it and it it's some importance to it if it's something he's interested in and the person or whatever it is he's very conservative and then I also know Matt when he gives two shits about the like he'll say random things like we used to work at Cole's department store and it's a a random person. I've seen this with Matt too. Mm. And he'll come out with a stupid ass line. And I'm like, what the fuck is he saying? And it just goes. But if it's a girl (laughs) he likes and is right in front of him, that line, that line ain't happening. He's, he's very into like to himself. And that's what I meant about being more aggressive. Cause if you let Matt overthink it, Matt's very conservative. And Matt is very calm. So I would that's say, not so I would say let's not. say that's let's say that's Matt, right? I would say Matt in general has a bit of a calm streak to him. I don't think you know Correct. he can get worked up, like you said. Um, but I think a lot of times he keeps level headed. So if you're taking Correct. get that right, so when you're interested mm-hmm. in someone, you usually keep your you know your calm, a little bit more courteous, a little bit more polite. Whereas when you're not interested, you just say whatever comes to your mind. <laughs> so you, yeah, that's true. So you want to turn that Matt up to eleven, right? Uh-huh. that Matt, maybe that Matt is, you know, I won't say kinder, but you know, like active listening, you do this shit on your podcast all the time. Like you're listening, you're hearing their stories, you're being more engaged that way. So like, I don't think you have to be like, no, I'm taking charge. Cause if I think again, I don't know Jose as well as I know Matt, but I've mm-hmm. known Jose long enough now to know that Jose is that guy. 
<laughs> Jose up to 11. I mean, I think we've seen Jose up to 11. So I'm assuming when he's with women, he's up to like 17. Um, and that Jose is probably a little bit more forceful, a little bit more like I'm in charge. Here's what we're doing sort of thing. You know what I mean? Like kind of captures the moment, captures the room. If that's not like, that's not my, my natural position. If I just said, here's what we're doing. My wife would look at me like I had 17. Minutes, like, what are you talking about? So mm-hmm. just doing it because, you know, I don't think it works. But if so, if you're kind of like quiet and introspective when you're into somebody, like turn that up. Make that like you actively listening, actively engaging, you know, ha- say kind words. You know what I mean? Like you can do things like that. You can be actively engaged without being, you know, you don't have to be brash. You don't have to be cocky. You don't have to be forceful. If that's like, if that's not your natural posture, because people like, and all people, this is not even just for dating, just in general. If you walk in there, I mean, I've worked in fundraising. I've worked in a lot of front facing things. If you walk in there fake, everyone knows it. One of the biggest things, I, problems I had in fundraising was that I was always trying to be a lot more um, deferential to people because I was always told, like, you need their money, so shut up and listen, right? <laughs> like, I was told that by my boss, like, shut up and listen, you need their money. And so I would. And so I would be like, oh, yeah. And I would hear something that I thought was just wildly stupid. And I would say nothing or I would even agree with it. And it was fake. They knew I was didn't agree with it. You can see it on my face. That I don't agree with what I just heard. But whereas when I went in there and I talked to people and I said, well, here's why that's not right. When I explained to them why I was right, I I felt more natural. It's what I'd like to do. It's what I usually do. And yes, it rubs some people the wrong way. But for a lot of other people, they hear and they're like, all right, that makes sense. You know, you've convinced me. And that's because that's my natural position. So if Matt, if you're more like introspective, more, you know, active listener, then just use that. That's the skills that you have. Trying to add new skills. I mean, best case scenario, you get kind of good at it. But worst case scenario, it comes across as fake. So I would say for everyone, listen, not just Matt. We're talking about Matt's story specifically. But for everybody, of course, you know what you're good at. So when you're having interactions with people, that's who you've got to be. That, that's when people are going. And yes, will everyone like that? No. Some people, if you're an active listener, will be like, oh, this dude's, you know, this dude's just like a rug or a doormat. You could walk all over him. Mm-hmm. And, I get that. And I think for a guy like Jose, hearing that story would like be really hard to hear because Jose will never be called a, a, a doormat. You know what I mean? That just will never happen. <laughs> but um, but I think ultimately you you win more than you lose it when you when you do what you're good at. And like I said, I do think for the more extroverted folks, it can be harder, like in your mind, like just talk more or just be more f- forceful, be more aggressive, be more assertive. And, you know, because that's what we're used to doing that. But for someone who's not good at that, it's it's a super uncomfortable for them to mm-hmm. try and B like it's, it also won't work. So now you're going to put yourself out there in a position you're not comfortable in and then get rejected. It's not a good look. I say work with what you're good with. Like everyone has the deck of cards that they've been dealt. Use it. Right. Yeah. And I'm, know your I'm strengths, always know your weaknesses. I'm always willing to put myself out there for the show. And that's part of me not caring and to help people <laughs> understand more about themselves and that. And I will continue to do that. And with that, I think um, this is a perfect place to end some pretty solid advice. And remember that people be yourself, but turn up to 11 and uh, <laughs> or whatever you're <laughs> go going to the far. So with that, um, a lot of great stuff. I'm looking forward to the next time. And that's Jose and Ryan killing it once again. Thanks, man. All right. It looks like I'm canceling a date. All right. Bye, guys.
Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show across all social media platforms. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, Twitter, and X at Prod Convo Pod. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations and Facebook at Productive Conversations. So yeah, I needed that show. I am very happy, and Jose and Ryan did absolutely amazing, as always. This is probably going to be one of my favorite episodes that we've ever done, and I just appreciate the hell out of those guys, and thank you for helping me make quality content while also trying to figure out my own stuff. And you could probably notice, and it's a trend, and... um. Not necessarily all the time, but when I do internet questions, am I pretty much asking questions about me? I'm trying to figure out and make content out of it. And the answer to that is, yeah, sometimes. And then other times I really do look up to see what people are asking on the internet, whether it's Reddit or I see it on Instagram or I see it um, on a YouTube show or a movie or or TV, a bunch of stuff like that. I am just uh, trying to figure out this world, trying to be productive. And as this show is closing in on its third year, I am just trying to figure out more about myself, this world, and I hope you are getting something out of it too. And that's what's amazing about this show. We're all just trying to learn something, trying to make sense of this world. And you know, sometimes if, if we need somebody to talk to, you know, whether you do want to make content for it, out of it or not I very much understand why you wouldn't but if you do and you are able to put yourself out there you're gonna really help somebody and that's what this show is all about just helping somebody that's the point of being productive be having an escape being somebody who is willing to talk about their story and having somebody else learn from it that is the special thing with me and making the show and why I have done it in the first place just to help help myself and help my listeners and help anybody else who's just trying to make it out here so I appreciate that and I'm very glad this show was very wholesome and we learned a lot from it and that'll complete this week that'll end this intense month and now we have October to look forward to next week we're back at it with three shows Wednesday NFL week four Thursday college football week five and then another tweet cap for you and we will see where things ultimately go but i want to thank jose rivera and ryan page for their contributions to the show today i want to thank alex de jesus aka dolo ren for his contributions behind the scenes and i want to thank you the greatest fans and listeners in the world for always supporting us no matter what and always showing us why the show is always worth it And we appreciate every single one of you. And we will continue to entertain, inform, and inspire. My name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. And I'll see you next week. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. Stay safe out there. Peace.